Rebel Force Radio presents A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Prepare to make the jump to light speed. Light speed. Traveling through hyperspace ain't like dust and crops, boy. A collection of bits, comedy, and favorite moments. Stop that ship! Blast them! So strap yourselves in and prepare for the jump to light speed. Hey, Star Wars fans, Jimmy Mack here with you, and welcome to Star Wars Lightspeed, the best of David Prowse. We've had the opportunity to talk to Darth Vader actor David Prowse several times over the years, and here's a collection of some of the greatest moments heard here on Rebel Force Radio. Good morning. I want to talk about your book, Dave Prowse, Straight from the Force's Mouth. It's two volumes. One volume is text and one volume is pictures. What can we read about in the first volume? Well, the first volume is an autobiography. That's the difference between the two books. One is an autobiography. The other one is a totally photographic record of everything I've done for the last 50 years. I've had an exciting career. I've traveled all over the world, and I've met many, many um, interesting people and had my photographs taken with people. And I was given a diary in 1979, and I've kept a diary, a day-to-day diary ever since. And the, um, the diary includes a day-to-day happening of everything on Empire Strikes Back, on Return of the Jedi as well, and all the publicity tours I got involved in. I've got exclusive photographs from the Empire Strikes Back premiere. I've got exclusive photographs of the Phantom Menace. I mean, and there's all sorts of exclusive stuff in there which people have never seen before. And there's obviously a section on my bodybuilding and weightlifting career, another section on my family. So it's a very, it's, it's, I mean, for Star Wars fans, I mean, the, the book is a dream for people, really. How do we get the book? Well, it's, at the present moment, it's available only on my website, www.darthvader-starwars.com. Was Star Wars your first acting experience? No, I was, I was in the business for over 10 years before Star Wars came along. I came into the business in 1960, roughly about 1964, 65, and Star Wars came along in 1976. So, I mean, I, it was 11 years before, you know, and I'd had a whole, I'd owned a whole, a whole career, basically films and television. I'd done every, practically every television series that came out of Great Britain at the time, things like The Saint and Department S, The Avengers, and all these major series. And then I was in lots of, I did the three Hammer horror movies. I was in Stanley Kubrick's Clock. Orange. I did you know, all, all sorts of different movies. And then, of course, everything culminated when, when George came to England and he was, um, he'd set himself up in the 20th Century Fox offices in London and uh, asked the managing director of 20th Century Fox if they could find me. And, uh, of course, he, knew, he obviously knew where I was. And uh, an appointment was made to go and see George. And uh, basically, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you went to see George, oddly enough, you were also offered another role. Which role was that? I was offered Chewbacca first. And I said, what's that? And he said, it was like a hairy gorilla that goes through the film on the side of the goodies. And I thought, no, I didn't fancy sort of three or four months in a gorilla skin and, and you know, not, not being able to do very much. And uh, I said, no, you can keep that one, George. And I said, what's the other one? And he said, well, the other one's the big villain of the film, a character called Darth Vader. And I said, well, thank you very much. I'll add the villain's part. And, uh, and that was basically it. And I think it was the wisest decision I've ever made in my career. Darth Vader. I mean, when you think Star Wars, you think Darth Vader. And now with these prequels coming out, it appears the whole story arc is more about Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, than it is about Luke Skywalker, which as kids watching the movie, we all thought it was all about Luke. But as it turns out, it's all about Darth. No, I mean, the first movie was all about Darth Vader. I mean, the first three movies were all about Darth Vader. I mean, Luke and Han Solo and everybody else just happened to be there. And then, of course, the, you know, the, the, now the first trilogy, which you know, obviously now we're doing one, two, three, um, is all about the development of Anakin Skywalker to becoming Darth Vader. And, uh, and now we see Darth Vader at the end of the next episode, which comes out on May 19th. 
the fan support for you and Star Wars is gigantic. And there was a bit of outcry of people wanting to see you don that Darth Vader suit at the end of Episode 3. And I know that you were doing some lobbying for that. How do you feel about seeing Hayden in the black suit? Uh, well, I wish, I wish him the best of luck, but I mean, I, I, it should be me. I mean, what more can you say? I mean, it's, um, I, I feel very um, disappointed you know, that it wasn't me. I mean, uh, you know, I was available. I, you know, they brought Chewbacca back into the movie. They had R2-D2 back into the movie. They had C-3PO back into the movie. There was no reason whatsoever why I shouldn't reprise the Darth Vader role. And, in fact, I was in Australia at the time when they were filming, so they didn't have to pay any expenses to get me out to Australia or anything like this. Um, but, no, they ignored everything, everything that I... Uh, all, all those, well, not treaters. I mean, I, I, I just let it be known. People were doing interviews with me, and they said, would you like to reprise the Darth Vader role? And I said, yes, I'd love to, you know. So everybody knew I wanted to reprise the role, um, but they chose not to do it, so that's their prerogative, yeah. From what I understand, the Darth Vader we know, the black suit, black helmet, cape, is going to amount to pretty much just a cameo in the film at the end. Is that the truth as far as you know? Well, I don't know. I haven't got a clue. I've not seen anything in the movie. To be honest, I'm not all that interested in it, you know, because I'm not involved. I'm, um, you know, obviously I'm interested in, in, in as far as the... Um, you know, what the film's going to be like because I, I, I thought the first film like, like Phantom Menace I didn't like at all Attack of the Clones I thought was slightly better but not much uh, and no comparison with the first three movies four, five and six I mean I've seen obviously teaser trailers I mean and the, and the film looks very, very good and uh, to a certain extent I'm looking forward to it but on the other hand I mean because I'm not Darth Vader in the movie I don't have the, um, the interest really that I should have What's the strangest thing you ever autographed for a fan? I've autographed ladies' breasts. I've autographed um, leg, uh, guys' legs, arms, uh, um, bicycles. I've done all sorts of different things, you know. I mean, it's amazing some of the things that the fans come up with. I usually find that the fans are very, very good. I, you, know, you occasionally get the, sort of the drunks. You know, they sort of turn up at your signing and want you to autograph their sweaty shirts and things like this. You know, but in the main, you don't you don't have much trouble. Yeah, um, but, it, but I'm very, very 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 fortunate in as much that here I'm now recognised as the ultimate screen villain of all time, and I can have all the publicity I want when I want it. Thank you very much for your time. It's been very pleasant. Long live Darth. Unthinkable. All right, not only is uh, the Dark Lord of the Sith 
being exploited by Fox's house show. <laughs> but the real-life Darth Vader, David Prowse, being harassed while shooting a film. Get this. Only from the UK, folks. Sorry, only from the UK. <laughs> Police mistakenly raided the set of the film The Kindness of Strangers, which stars Star Wars actor David Prowse. The bungalow location. Neighbors were convinced that Prowse was starring in a porno. <laughs> of course. A b- Have you seen David Prowse these days? The- <laughs> Have you seen the size of his feet? <laughs> You know what they say about Sith Lords with big feet. They wear big boots. I love I love David Prowse. I mean, he is Darth Vader, and he'll tell you this. But I mean, if you've seen the guy lately, you know, I mean he's he's walking with a cane, thankfully recovering from prostate cancer. Not necessarily, you know, coming to the top of the head there as uh, you know porn star material yeah but maybe the ladies maybe the ladies involved in this production were maybe that caused the red flags to be waved well the bungalow location was instead found a house actors filming a dramatic dialogue for the action thriller neighbors had jumped to the wrong conclusion after seeing a camera and lighting equipment being taken into the home One film crew member who did not want to be named said it was a hilarious scene to see a bunch of policemen enter the bungalow expecting to see a porn film carrying on. When the officers saw two dressed actors talking, they looked quite disappointed. Now, imagine the guy. Were they all drawing straws to see who was going to do this raid? Yeah. To bust in on the porn. They get amped up. Haven't you ever seen an episode of Cops when they have that battering ram? Right before they go in, the guys are all, like, real jumpy and twitchy. They're just, you know, they're ready for action. So they go busting into the room. Oh, I'm breaking up, I. And they go, they look, and everyone pauses. Oh, bloody hell, it's the guy that played Darth Vader. (laughs) Ain't no porno going on here, boys. I like to think that they still didn't get it. They still are convinced that there's some sort of porno. They're waiting for it. Oi! Is that a lightsaber in your pants? What? <laughs> but it doesn't end there. Dave Prowse still making the news. According to North, what is this? Northampton Chronicle in the UK. The force was with highways agency traffic officers who came to the rescue of one of the movie world's best known baddies after his car ground to a halt on the M1 and Northamptonshire. Actor Dave Prowse, of course, Darth Vader in the Star Wars films, was heading north on the M1 for a role in a film. Now, I'm <laughs> now no, no mention as to what the film was. Uh, but <laughs> when his car developed problems between junctions 18 and 19. Pulls on to the hard shoulder and rang through <laughs> and rang through to the East Midlands Regional Control. I'm just reading the story. It and does ra- say hard shoulder, okay? I can back you up on that. <laughs> Use the emergency telephone and patrol was dispatched to help. Now, it <laughs> gets even better. So they come out and they help him. 
So Prowse is quoted as saying, it was great providence as the car was previously owned by my good friend, Kenny Baker, who is R2-D2 now. <laughs> what the? <laughs> what the? That doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. So it's what is going on with Dave Prowse? All right. First of all, his film gets raided. The set location gets raided because they think that 74-year-old Prowse, who walks with a cane, recovering from prostate cancer, is making a porno. Then we find out that one of the biggest guys <laughs> in the whole Star Wars cast is driving, <laughs> driving, driving Kenny Baker's car. <laughs> hey, Dave, want to drive my car? And it's so, like it's like Ringling Brothers <laughs> when the little car pulls up and the giant on stilts gets out of it. Why? What you doing, that little car over there? <laughs> Trying to cross the street or something? It's a tiny car, eh? <laughs> it's like he's driving a tricycle. <laughs> and it breaks down. Of course it does. It's not made to support that kind of weight. Why are you in that wee little car over there, eh? Get across the street, eh? <laughs> Traffic officer Greg Chapman said, we meet all kinds of people on the hard shoulder and every day is different. But since I started working for the highways agency in January, meeting Darth Vader is definitely one of the strangest situations I've been in. Obviously, he wasn't dispatched to the bungalow where they were shooting Dave Browse's latest film. <laughs> Would be better as if, you know, in a related story, Craig Chapman <laughs> answered neighbors' calls saying, there's a porno being shot in my neighbor's bungalow. All right. Poor Dave Prowse. We're going to see Dave next week at Fan Days. We got to ask him about this stuff, Jim. This is too good. Hey, right, what is... you doing driving off his car, eh? <laughs> Get off the street and come out here. You got a porno to film, eh? My name is. It's unthinkable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a follow-up to our last week's outrageous, unthinkable stories, and we have a very special and esteemed guest. He is Darth Vader, David Prowse. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nice, I, I, nice to be back. The, the one thing, and I, I've, I've not said this because this is like one of this is my fanboy moment, if you'll allow me. But it's just, it really is for fans amazing to get close to you guys and think you're the guy the guy you know that i've been watching since and <laughs> that created this whole world and this whole uh, uh experience and all these friends that i've made and everything and you're one of the yeah. the chief architects of that so thank you so much thank you thank you very much i got tell you it's, it's quite interesting that i went if you when i watch star wars which i do occasionally very very <laughs> very no seriously very occasionally when, the, when Darth Vader comes in, yes. the very first time you ever see Darth Vader, I actually get excited. I think, that's me up there. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually me. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. But, but so the rest you're of, not I don't, even I don't take any notice of the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you it's just that entrance. We, were, uh, we did a show <laughs> not long ago about that. Have you seen that fabulous book, The Complete Vader? It's been out. That has come out. It just came out. Yeah, it just came out. So no, then I definitely haven't, haven't seen it. it. No, we got to make sure that you you, you yeah. see this. Yeah. It's 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 a gorgeous, big, oversized coffee table book about the character from yeah. concept to all the. Does it mention me in it? 
Oh, my oh God. yes, you're quite prominent in it. <laughs> quite <Professor> prominent. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were doing the show, we were talking with um, with the authors, uh, Ryder Wyndham and Pete Vilmer, and we all just it, it just turned into kind of a geek fest about Vader and why we yeah, love Vader yeah, so much. Yeah. We were talking about our favorite Vader scene. Do you have a favorite Vader scene? Um, well, I still think I still think that the Darth Vader's entrance into Star Wars was the greatest entrance anybody could ever wish for in a movie. Yeah. How about and, it, right? And, and really he's is. right, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you and feel it at the time? I mean, did you know when you were, when no. you were shooting that that it was going to no. be that no. it powerful? Was, it, it was... It was I, I, was, I, was, I was being offered another job at the same time as I got Star Wars. I got two jobs. The best two jobs I've ever had in my life. I got them both at the same time. One was Star Wars. And the other one was I became the figurehead of the British government's road safety campaign for children. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was called the, what they call the Green Cross Code Man. Right. Mm-hmm. And I used to, um, I, I used to do um, three commercials a year um, over, over a, over a five-year period. We did 15 television commercials for it. I was, I was with the campaign for 14 years. But when I got, I got Star Wars and the, and the job at the same time, the people from the Department of Transport used to ring me up. Mm-hmm. And they say, um, how much longer are you going to be on this film that you're doing? And uh, I'd say, well, I don't know. I've been on it for like two months now. And then they'd ring me up another month later. And I said, well, no. they said, are you finished that film yet? And I said, no, I'm still working on it. They said, what's it like? I said, I think it's a right old load of rubbish, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so was I proved wrong? Yeah. <laughs> and it went on, this went on for five months. And eventually, as I said, they, uh, they gave me an ultimatum. They said, look, either you get the week off mm-hmm. um, to come and do these Green Cross Code commercials or we're going to recast and I thought, well, no, I don't want to. Re- I don't want to recall. Let, let me. Uh, so I went to George and I said, "Do me a favor. Would you? Uh, would you like to reschedule the movie so that I can have a week off? You know?" Uh-huh. And he said, "Yeah, all right, yeah, wow, and, yeah, great, well, best day's work he ever did. Yeah, fantastic." And, uh, and uh, the rest is history. I had 14 years wow. of traveling all over the world, giving talks to children in schools about how to cross the road safely. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, when Darth Vader tells you about yeah, traffic yeah. safety, you got to listen. Well, this, this, <laughs> I mean, the whole success of the campaign. Well, not the, not the whole success, but it was largely due to the fact that although I was dressed up like Superman in this in this right. green, in this in this outfit, um, all the kids knew that the Green Cross <laughs> Code Man was really Darth Vader, and it, was, and it was Darth Vader talking to them about road safety. And right. I used to finish the talks, and uh, and I said, oh, "Anybody got any questions you want to ask me?" I never ever got one question about road safety. Every every every, every question I got was about Star Wars. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah. And here we are, thirty plus years later, later. and yeah. they're still asking you those questions. Still asking me questions, yeah. yeah but yeah. I do have a question about crossing yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Now should I, should I look you, right twice? I, I know I look right, then I look left, and I well, should no. look right again, right? Well, it's, it's, we, well, it's, 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 it's the other way around in Great Britain, of course. Oh, that's right. That's they true. Look left, look right, look left again. You know, so right. or, or See, it's actually, what, actually, what we, we we used to say that, but now. We actually say, look all around. Look all around for mm-hmm. traffic. I mean, the Green Cross Code, I'll tell you what it is, actually. It says, first find a safe place to cross, then stop. Stand <laughs> near the curb, not on it. That means stand back away from the curb, not right on the edge. Right. Look all around for traffic, and if traffic is coming, let it pass. And if there's no traffic coming, walk straight across the road, but look and listen as you cross. And that <laughs> is the Green Cross Code. And if you can't remember all that, all you have to remember is four words, and that is stop, look, listen, and think. And, and there you that, go. And that was, as I said, I, found, I spent 14 years going around the schools, three schools a day, five, five days a week. Oh, my gosh. For the, for the entire school period for 14 years. Well, for, for the best part of 10 years at least. Did Darth yeah. Vader ever come to your school 
<laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I actually, I did come over. I did come. I came over to America. Did you really? And did, did some tours. I, I did a, I did a tour of the southern states of all of all places. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Alabama and places like this. You know. <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dave, one of the features on this show is we do we we, we cover Star Wars news. It can involve you know mm-hmm. things happening uh, you know with the Star Wars brand or some of the Star Wars actors. And then there's always a story or two that we go. It just doesn't seem right. That's that, yeah. that's outrageous. It's unthinable. <laughs> yeah. I know, I, had, I, I know what two. you're going to ask me. We had two for you in one week. And we said to Jim, I said to Jimmy, I'm like, we can ask him. Next week, we'll ask him. <laughs> so... You're, 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 you all know what they're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to know. Yeah, yeah, Because it on. just seems so... It seems so outrageous. <laughs> but you're, you're filming a movie. Yeah. And the police That's right. no, yeah, yeah, bust, yeah. In, bust in, thinking that... Not while I was there. Oh, you weren't Not there? I wasn't there, no, no. What happened, I, I got offered a part, a very nice part in a, in a, a little film. And it's, <laughs> called, it's called The Kindness of Strangers. And basically, it's about a father-son relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, there's also a murder. And one, the, the, sister get, the sister of the son gets murdered. And he's going off trying to find out who murdered the, you know, the girl. And... Uh, we filmed in a in a, a big luxury hotel in in uh, in uh, right in the heart of the Midlands in in, in Great Britain, and uh, I only I, had, I I went in did the filming that I had to do then I left and went to do a convention uh, further just a bit further away about forty about forty fifty miles away, um, which was on the uh, the convention was on the Saturday and Sunday I was filming on the Friday you see. but on the fri- after I finished on the Friday on the Saturday the the film unit moved to a house a private house you okay. See? And it was a, it was a night it was a night shoot, you see, <laughs> and there was all the cameras and everything else, out, you know, in the, in the house, and all the lights outside and the cars and everything else, you see. And some neighbour actually reported them to the police and said there was a porn movie <laughs> being filmed at this house, you see. Uh-huh. And uh, and of course the police, so the police raided, they raided the place, they, but they only stayed there ten minutes because nothing was nothing interesting was happening. Right. <laughs> It, but it made it made all the news, and it was like porn movie starring Dave Prowse. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and of course I was worried to death. I thought, well, this is the ruination of my career, like you know. And everybody said, no, this don't, no, this is not, this is not, this, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened, you know. Said, because because now that you know, here I am, I'm 74 years of age. <laughs> said, that people actually can think of you as a porn star. <laughs> this might open up some doors for you here, you know. Yeah, Maybe know, it's the you know, phone will start ringing. A whole new career. Opening up for me. Well, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. was news. It was yeah, Darth yeah, Vader yeah. and and, and, this, said, and the other movie. thing. I was on, a, on my way there. Yes, and my car broke down, and right. I got res- I got rescued by the highway service. You see, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And the highway service eventually, you know, they 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 they, they, they recognised me eventually. <laughs> and I, I was there signing on this motorway with all the traffic whizzing past, like, and they're signing autographs. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> and and at, the, at the end, then when, when it was all over, the, um, I got a phone call from the highways agency, and they said, uh, um, it, uh, "Would you mind if we put a press release out to say that we uh, we'd actually rescued you from the from the from the motorway?" Uh, I was in Kenny Baker's old car. I, I bought this lovely Mercedes off of Kenny Baker right. years ago. <laughs> and they said, "Can we, can we, can, can we uh, put a press release?" So this press release went out, and they said, "They said, you know, we rescued Darth Vader." And they said, "You're the most famous person that we've ever rescued." Like, you know, you're all thrilled to bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was am- what was amazing about it? What what, what struck us as so funny is. Well, you're talking about my porn angle. career now. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Darth Vader was driving R2D2's car, car yeah, yeah, and you I think know. about. 
Dave Prowse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Kenny. It was a big... Who's a, who's it was a smaller, a, it was a, a, He had two cars. Yeah. He had that and a Rolls Royce. He had this big, <laughs> he had this big CL500, you know, five-liter you know, engine. Right. And, uh, and it was a, but it was a two-door, two-door coupe. Beautiful, mm. beautiful car. And um, he, said, he came up to me one day. He said, I don't need two cars, two big cars, do I? I said, no, not really. No. He said, I'm going to sell one of them. He said, I said, well, I said, well which one are you going to sell? He said, well, I want to keep the Rolls Royce. I said, well, all right, I'll, I'll buy the Mercedes off of you. So, anyway, so I, bought this, I bought this Mercedes off of him. And it's, it's a big car. It really is a big car. And, uh, but the, what he did, he, he, left, uh, he left something in the car. Which, uh, which is a sort of legacy of, of Kenny Baker. Mm-hmm. And what, what it, because I said it was such a big car, when he, he used to come out with his suitcases and things like that, uh-huh. and he had a little ladder. He used to get a ladder, ladder out of the back of the car. Right, right. Out, the, out of the trunk. Well, you call it, we call it the boot, you call it the trunk. The trunk, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he used to get this little ladder out of the trunk, you see, and then climb up the ladder with his suitcase, <laughs> put, the, put the suitcase in the back of the ladder, walk back down the ladder, then put the ladder, lift the ladder up and put it into the back of the trunk. But, of course, by this time, the boot lid was up. You see? Right, right. And, and of course he couldn't, he couldn't reach down. He couldn't, he couldn't reach down to get the uh-huh. boot lid down. You see. So what he did, he put a, a long piece of blue cord in in the car. Uh-huh. So it, so that when he was on the when he was on, down on the ground, he could all he could just pull on this cord and pull the pull the pull the, pull the trunk down. So I've left this blue cord in. You see, yeah. As, yeah. As, as a relic of Kenny. So. That's awesome. And so, That's when, great. so when when I got rescued, all they, they all wanted to know what the blue cord in the back was. And, it was and, for that and, other career of yours. And, <laughs> Imagine what that 911 call sounded like <laughs> yeah. from the neighbor. Yeah. Oh, I believe Dolph Vader's next door filming a porno. <laughs> Send the bobbies. <laughs> no? Yeah, hey. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys, I know, we, I, Mr. Prowse, I know you're busy. You've got lines of people waiting for you. Thank you so much for taking a, a, a much, time out here. It's been a great pleasure. Dave Prowse is so Darth Vader. Most impressive. The force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. If you only knew the power of the dark side, your destiny lies with me, Skywalker. Will be one. find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious.
We're here at Dallas Star Wars Fan Days 2 with Darth Vader himself, Dave Prowse. How you doing, Dave? Hi, very well, thank you. Very well. Last time I saw you, we were just talking about this before we started the show. Uh, we were out in Japan together. Yeah. For Celebration, Celebration Japan. Japan, great, great convention. And I regret I didn't have the chance to talk to you out there. Yeah. But I did see you, if you remember... Um, you were there the day before the event opened to pick up your pictures, and That's we right. helped. We walked you back to your hotel room. We That's walked right. behind the uh, convention center. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It was myself, Dan Curdle from Rebel Scum, and Dave Myatt, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we were your escort. And I said, uh, <laughs> if you remember, I said, uh, forget Vader's fist. You're with Vader's ass. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, get the interview going. Something else you told me in Japan was. Um, you're doing something with a heavy metal band now? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm their personal manager, actually, for, for a, a group called Losing Sun. Uh-huh. Um, we don't, I don't think they refer to them as a heavy metal anymore. They, it's, they're called progressive rock. Okay. And, okay. Uh, but they are. They're a really, a, a really great group. And we've, uh, I mean, since I've been involved with them, everything's happened. Like, you know, we've got sponsorships from all sorts of different people. Uh-huh. Everything from drums to guitars to clothing to booze to... You name it, we we got we got everything. Like you know, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. Now and now we've got our own record label. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our distribution worldwide. Uh, they've just come back from India, where they've been negotiating the rights to all the music in India. Yeah, and they're they're now on tour. Uh, they're doing a tour at the present moment of uh, Germany, Austria, and England. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. They're going and very, very, very well. So how does Darth Vader get hooked up with a progressive well, I, rock band? I just joined them primarily because I, I, I felt they needed some good publicity, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I said to them, I said, you know, what are you doing? I said, I've never heard of you. Like, you know, when I, first, I met them at a sci-fi convention of all mm-hmm. places. And uh, I said, I've never heard of you. You know, how, how would you get publicity? And they said, well, you know, we just get, we pick up local publicity when we do gigs around the place, you know. I said, no, but I said, but I'm talking about national publicity and things like that. He said, "No, we never, we never get any." I said, "Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll let me come on board." I said, "I'll, I'll come on." I just, I said, "It won't cost you anything." I said, "I'll, I'll come on board and I'll, I'll, I'll get the publicity for you." So, I, the first thing I did was employ a, a public relations agent, and um, she put out a flyer, and it says, "Losing Sun," which is the name of the group. Mm-hmm. The Losing Sun gets intergalactic help from Darth Vader, and everybody jumped on it, like you know. Sure. And uh, we had the radio stations, the TV stations, all, you know, everybody jumped on it. And uh, I, for, for about six weeks, I did, I did nothing else but interviews on behalf of the group. That's really amazing. Do they take advantage of the fact that you're Darth Vader? Are, is there any musical tributes to you no, or Darth? No, I want, I want them to. I mean, mm-hmm. this is the whole point. You know, if you, if you, if you, if you can get publicity, you know, just on, on you know, there, there, there are so many bands, you know, trying to get publicity and trying to get on the scene and trying to get record deals and things like this, you know. And, uh, and I said, well, you know, they, you, you cannot have a better peg to hang your hat on than Darth Vader in Star Wars, you know. Wow. And as I said, it's, it's worked a treat. Where can people go if they want to pick up the CD? It will be on sale, you know, um, you know through the record shops and mm-hmm. things like this. Um, but I, at the moment, I think you can um, you can log on to like Scuzz TV and hear the band, and or if you if you log on to Losing Sun, mm-hmm. you can you can hear them on on the internet. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That is absolutely unbelievable. I can't believe that Darth Vader. Yeah, I know it's amazing. Now, yeah, you know, yeah. you're like Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah, yeah, I wish I was. Yeah, that's I wish really I was. Cool. Funny enough, I got another group now. Yeah, this guy just got in touch with me and asked me if I would look after them, and it's a it's a pop rock group um, called Mars Patrol. Wow. And so I'm hoping I'm hoping we'll be able to do something with them. And I also, on top of all that, is that I'm actually singing myself. You know, I've been, I've been having singing lessons for about five six years. Really? Yeah, and I've. Um, not not very long ago, I went out to well a couple of years ago. I went out to uh, went out to Las Vegas and sang with Howard Keel, 
and because I, I, I'm, I'm like a, a ballad singer, like you know, I, I love all the big songs from the big musicals and things like this, you know. And uh, so, just recently, I went, I went out to um, San Francisco where I put down a couple of tracks uh, with a jazz pianist, and uh, I want to, um, I want, I'm, I'm hoping to, to record a, 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 a tribute album uh, to Howard Keel, and it'll be me singing all the major Howard Keel numbers, like you know. Wow! Like um, you know, Oklahoma and uh, you know all the stuff. That Unbelievable! Yeah, I've always been interested in music, yeah. but I've only only just recently have I uh, uh, really decided to try and do something with it. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think I think it's a good gimmick. You know, Darth Vader sings as it were. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe you can. But I'm, get a bass, some... I'm a bass baritone. See, so I mean, it's a, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not well, I'm not a pop crooner or anything no, like no. this. You know, but I do I do like the big ballads and yeah. like thing, things singing songs like all. Man River. Old Man That's River. That's right, Old Man River. Yes, yeah, I can get, you've got to get a bit lower than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot lower. Yeah. A lot lower. And people expect Darth Vader to, to have that very low voice, you know? Yeah. Speaking of which, when did you uh, learn that your voice wasn't going to be used in Star Wars? I didn't know. I didn't know until the film came out. Until the film came out. The first thing, first thing that happened was when, well, the film came out in America. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I did, the, I, did the, I did the voice all the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. And I kept on saying to George, you know, what are we going to do about the voice? Because everything I'm saying is coming through the mask. Right. And it's obviously no good for reproduction purposes. It's okay, you can hear me and the sound engineer can hear me and all the rest of it. But it's no good for reproduction purposes. And you say, well, don't worry, we'll go into the studios and re-record all your lines at the end of the stu- at the end of the shoot so i automatically assumed that it was me that was going right. to go into the studios and re-record all the lines you see anyway they got to the end of the movie chased back to america because they couldn't get all the special effects that they wanted in the uk and then while they were in the uk while they were in america um i think they just made the decision that the number one they wanted darth to have an american voice and um and i think it was obviously a lot more convenient um, to, to get to, to get a major voiceover artist mm-hmm. um, to do the Darth Vader voice rather than ship me all the way from England out to America and, True. and, and, and then maybe maybe you know it not be the right thing as it were you know yeah. and I think I think well, James Earl Jones came in and did it I think he did a wonderful job I still think I could have done equally as well given the opportunity yeah, yeah. And so you were a little disappointed by but that I was, I, well, I, but the thing was you see, is I didn't know anything about it and then, then the film came out in America um, and we got all this publicity coming over saying what a fantastic movie it was and things like this. And almost the first thing that happened for me was that I got a cable from a very famous American film director called Russ Meyer. Yes. And, and who I did, I did a film for him a couple of years pre, you know, previous. And he says, congratulations, Dave, you're in the biggest movie of all time. By the way, did you know they've overdubbed your voice? And that was the very first I've heard. And nobody from Lucasfilm has ever come up to me and said why they overdubbed my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, There's all sorts of silly rumors have gone around, you know. Yeah, I like mean, what yeah. kind? What kind of rumors? Well, I mean, I mean, I just, for instance, I just picked up a card today, and and, and it's, a, it's a it's a very very nice new um, one of these sort of like not not tops card, but a, you know one of these cards with lovely picture of Darth, of me mm-hmm. on the front, and uh, on the back of the card it says Dad, uh, Dave Prowse's voice wasn't used for Darth Vader um, because of his strong West Country accent. Who and, and who used to be and, and used to be called Darth Farmer oh, yeah. on the set? Well, I mean that that was absolute bullshit because I mean the only person that ever referred to me as Darth Farmer was Harrison Ford. Uh-huh. Nobody ever ever said Darth Farmer to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean who can get away with that other than Harrison yeah. Ford? But I mean the thing is, 
you know, when 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 you're doing something like Darth Vader, you you don't. I mean, if if you want to if you want to do a really heavy West Country accent, you can go like, "Oh, are my dear," you know, I can hit you with me lightsaber and all these sort of things. You know, you tend to. I mean, West Country people tend to overpronounce things like "ers" and "ers." Okay. And uh, and for that reason, you know, they they you know they they, they think you're you're some sort of you know yokel bumpkin, as it uh-huh. were. You know, I've I've done I've done Shakespeare. I've done all sorts of different things. You know, there's no there's no no problems with my learning lines and delivering dialogue. Right, right. And as they're given the opportunity, I think I could have done equally as well as James Earl Jones. Now, we're, we're here standing in front of a bust of Alec Guinness yeah, yeah. as Obi-Wan Kenobi. What are your thoughts on Alec Guinness? Well, I enjoyed working with him. Yeah. I, I enjoyed working with him. I, I found him very pleasant. And we had a, we had a, um, you know, a few weeks together on, you know, working on set. Um, the, only, the only thing I've done... Uh, yeah, after you know, I, I, re- I recently read his his, all, his uh, biography, yeah. um, which is obviously written by somebody else, mm-hmm. and uh, and I thought, well, it's a huge, great tome, you know, there's like six hundred pages or something like this. Is it? And I thought I'll uh, I'll have a I'll, I'll I'll have a look at the index and see if see if I get a mention in this in this uh, in this book. You yeah. see. So uh, and I I got I looked through the index and page four hundred and seventy five or something that says mm-hmm. Dave Prowse, like you know. As a one, just obviously not not very much said. So I turned, found four page four hundred seventy-five. And when I first met Alec Guinness, I had to go to. Uh, they organised a, a lunch for mm-hmm. Alec Guinness and myself, at George Lucas and Gary Kurtz. You see, and so we went up and we had this lunch, and uh, and then went then we went from the, the the restaurant over to the studios where we met up with the stunt arranger, mm-hmm. and it was obviously to, to the, the, the dinner the lunch was for me to meet Sir Alec yes. because obviously I was going to kill him off in the movie anyway, <laughs> right. and, uh, and and also and also to meet up with the stunt arangers yeah. so that we could arrange for the, to do the sword fight. You see, so mm-hmm. so anyway, so that was my my introduction to him, and I and I worked I know, and then of course I was I worked with him on the, on, on the actual film itself for a couple, over a couple of weeks. And I said, but when it, when it comes to the book, it just says, it says, the, my entry into the book, it says, had lunch today with the gentleman who's going to play Darth Vader, Dave Prowse. I fear he is not an actor. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, really? I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not an actor. I never ever thought of myself as an actor, to be honest. I mean, I've never had, I've never had a day's dramatic training in my life, and, I, and before before I came into show business, right. I mean, I'd never done any amateur dramatics or church dramatics or anything like this. I've, um, you know, I, I was getting all the roles that I, that I that I could handle purely and simply because they wanted you know a, a big, reasonably good-looking bloke mm-hmm. with a good physique and so on and so forth to, yes. you know, to do the types of roles which I specialised in. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you had a career in bodybuilding, and you still look like you're in really good yeah, shape. Yeah. Uh, you still. still- Still pumping iron. Still pumping iron. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of pumping iron, you you worked out with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger well, a good I deal. To, yeah, we, no, I, I never worked out with him. But well, you guys used to, used to compete. Uh, you know, we right? used to do shows together. We'd do shows, right? Like he, he was the Mr. Universe at the time, and I was the British heavyweight weightlifting champion. Yes. And so we used to go giving exhibitions together. Right, right. Arnold yeah, was yeah. Uh, a bodybuilder. Yeah, he, yeah, he you was were, a bodybuilder. You did powerlifting. I was right? I, well, yeah. I was powerlifting, and then what we call Olympic lifting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What did you max out at when you were? What, what, oh what kind of lifting did you specialize in? Well, I, I mean, I, I was. You I, held, I, I held all sorts of British records. You know, yeah. I, held the, I had a British record for the deadlift, which is just picking weights up off the floor and standing wow. up with them. Yeah. I, I picked up six hundred and seventy-eight and three quarters. Wow. That was a British record. Then I went out to Scotland and became the first person ever to lift the Dinny Stones, mm-hmm. and that was that was seven hundred and eighty. That was, the, and I became the first person ever to do it. You know. Wow. And then uh, I used to bench press five hundred. I used to uh, standing press three thirty. Uh, snatch about 270, jerk three, 360, 
you know, I, and uh, I was never a very good squatter. I, that was my that was my biggest problem. Yeah, I did a, I did a five hundred, but I mean, there was no nowhere near good enough not for serious competition. Did you do any Olympic training? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was I was British heavyweight Olympic champion. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you were an Olympic yeah, champ? Yeah. yeah. No, not Olympic champion. Okay. Well, they call, uh, well, they call the in the in the. As far as Olympics are concerned, you, mm-hmm. you, 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 you compete on what they call the three, the three, the three, uh, three Olympic movements, which in those days were the press, snatch, and jerk. Okay. So I was, and I was British champion on that. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I used to press, press 330, stand yeah. and press 330, snatch 270, mm-hmm. and jerk 360. Yeah. Wow. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but it was, no, it was no, nothing like, nothing like what the Russians and the Americans were doing. Wow. You know, I need uh, someone like you around the house when it comes time to move the furniture and stuff, you know? Move all your Star Wars equipment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's plenty of that to move around, too. Speaking of which, do you have a collection of Star Wars memorabilia? Nothing. No, all bits and pieces, but nothing. I was never a collector. What about props? And my my wife, no, never. No, nothing. And my wife is um, one of these people who says, no, no." she said, Star Wars has ruled your life for the last 30-odd years. She said... I don't want anything to do with Star Wars in the house. Nothing in the house. Yeah, when, when you, when, you know, when I had my gyms, I used to fill it with all my memorabilia from, you know, from, from the different films and TV shows that I'd done, and you know, lots of photographs and things. And uh, I said, but when I packed the gyms up, um, I brought all the stuff home, thinking that I was going to put it up around the house. And she said, no, 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 no. Uh, no, 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 the house is private. Thank you very much. Don't fans give you things though? And uh, not, not a lot. No, 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 not, no, not. No, nothing no, especially. No, nothing really, no. So um, one time I talked to you, it was uh, prior to the release of Episode 3. And you told me you weren't too fond of the prequels. What did you think of Episode 3? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I, still, I still don't think that the, the, the Episodes 1, 2, 3 were, were a patch on the Episodes 4, 5, and 6. The only thing with Episode 3 was I think it, it, it sort of tied up all the, all the odds and ends nicely and got you very, very nicely into episode four. Um, I, 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 Hayden Christian as Anakin Skywalker was good. Yeah. I thought Hayden Christian as Darth Vader was, was terrible. Okay. I, you know, I, you know, I mean, they, they obviously tried to, to build him up at one stage. Then they put him on sort of five-inch blocks. Um, and I so said when, when he actually walked... You look like Frankenstein walking, up, you know, walking towards you. Yes, I think there, there are all sorts of problems that way. But mm-hmm. he had it in his contract that if he uh, if, if he wanted to play Vader, he could. So, uh, and although I let everybody know that I was available and I wanted to do it, and in fact I was out in Australia when they filmed, right? Um, they totally ignored me, like you know, nobody took any notice of me whatsoever. Huh? I still, I still, I, of the of episodes one, two, three, I still think number three was the best of the the oh. best of the three. Yeah. But they're still not a patch on episode four, five, and six. Yeah. They kept the, the Darth to a very minimal amount of screen time and six. Yeah, yeah. But uh, to, to our listeners, you are Darth. You, you will always Thank be you. the yeah. Darth Vader. I think so, too. You know, um, I have a wonderful fan association. You know, all the, 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 you know, the fans love me, and, you know, and I love the fans as well. I'm totally indebted to them for, you know, for their fantastic support and their loyalty and going to see the movies all the time. I think it's amazing. Yes, that is. It is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's given me a career lasting thirty-one right, years. Right. Is, yeah. so what? Is, what is it about Star Wars that has that lasting oh, appeal? I don't know. Well, there's, there are so many things. I mean, I think, you, I think you have a fantastic story to start with—a very classical story mm-hmm. of good triumphing over evil. Like you know, you got you got you got the whole thing put into this 
brilliant sci-fi setting which nobody had ever seen anything like it before mm-hmm. I think then you have you, you've got terrific special effects which we'd never seen anything like it before right. and then, then, you, then you, you, you had this terrific love of the characters itself you know you had, you had, you had Mark who was like the, you know, the, the happy-go-lucky you know, le- handsome boy as it were you know mm-hmm. and you had the beautiful princess who was, who was, who was fallen in love with and then, you, and then you got Harrison Ford who was like a big swashbuckling you know happy-go-lucky you know um, you know, every I think I think I think the you know, the whole world identified with various people within you know, within, the, within the movie, and then, and then of course you got Darth Vader, who is this uh, who, who, who eventually became the, the the most evil villain of, of, of filmdom history, like yeah, you know, which of course I throw the bits about. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously, as long, obviously. As, as long as people realize it's an acting role, and, and, and I'm not and I'm not that, I'm not like that normally. There was a presence that you added to Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. That was distinctly Dave Prowse. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyone listening to this show can recognize that. Well, I think one of the things, actually, when, when, you, when you get a, a role like Vader, um, the first thing you do is you get your walk right. Get, get the, establish the walk. Yeah. And, I, and I think this is the one thing that you notice about when, when Vader was walking anywhere. Yes. It's like everybody, everybody that sort of were with him were virtually subservient to him mm-hmm. and, and almost had to run to catch up with him and things mm-hmm. like this, you know. And I think that established everything, the walk and the swagger and, 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 and all the sort of hand actions. You know, because I, don't forget, you know, you do, doing the whole thing in a mask and a helmet, you've got no facial expressions. Right. And I mean, all you've got is your, 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 the, the way you do the dialogue and the way you express yourself with, with your, hand, in, your hand and arm actions. Wow. On the set, did you ever have any, like, accidents in the Vader only, costume? O- only one with Sir Alec Guinness. I hit Alec Guinness over. At one stage, when we <laughs> were, did, yeah, huh? oh yeah, hitting flying, yeah, yeah, yeah and that yeah, wasn't yeah. in the book. <laughs> that didn't end up in the book. I don't know. I don't know which book you're reading. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, what about your book? Is that still available? Yeah, no, yeah that's well. It's, it's just now going to be. Uh, it's now with a with a literary agent over here. Great. In, in America, yeah. with a with a view to going to the, um, uh, the you know, the big publishing houses. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping it's going to get you know worldwide distribution. Now you started keeping a diary on the set of uh, was it Empire? I started on Empire, yeah. yeah. And, I didn't uh, do it on Star Wars. I did, I did it on em- all, all the way through Empire Strikes Back, and I keep it an hour every day. I still yeah. do it. You still do it. Still yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just started this, as a hobby. This will be this will be in the this will be in the diary when I go home. Oh yeah, great! Yeah, yeah, you'll be written up. Oh yeah, mm. this I'm honored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a fun experience. Obviously, everything uh, involving Star Wars. What was your favorite one of the three to work on? Uh, of the three, I liked Empire. Empire. I liked yeah. Empire best. So, mm-hmm. it was it's like, it's totally different. In, in Star Wars, um, you had a director, George Lucas, who never spoke a word to you. Like you know, he never said, hardly ever said a word. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think George is one of these directors who, if you're giving him what he wants, doesn't interfere. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you give him what he wants, if there's if there's anything you're doing wrong, then he will interfere. But I'm, I mean, all the way through, I mean. I mean, I, 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 he was, the only thing he used to ever say to me was like, "Well, you come in here and you deliver your dialogue there, and you walk off there, you know." And that was it. And I thought, "Well, that's a, that's a strange way of directing, mm-hmm. you know, directing a directing an artist as were." But that was it. I mean, that was all I ever had. Wow. But Kirshner used to sit down with you and just discuss everything, and you know, tell you what you should be thinking and where you were going and where you'd been. And wow. Yeah, he was wonderful to work with. Yeah. Yeah. How about some other thoughts on Kirshner as a man, as a director? I liked him very much. He was yeah. he was he was very pleasant to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how about mm-hmm. Billy D? Billy D's nice. Yeah, I like Billy D. I've, I've, I've you know I've seen him lots you know lots of times you know over the years. On you know, the I, meet, I meet up with him. You know, at conventions and all the rest, and he's always very, very pleasant to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I haven't seen Harrison Ford. No, not since the movie. But Mark, I see. I see. You know, on, on, I won't say on a regular basis, but I've seen Mark. Uh, he came over to he came over to England for the uh, what we call Celebration Europe. Yes, and uh, and they they, they they all the press got hold of it. Darth meets his son after thirty years. Like yes, yeah, I saw yeah. the video. Was, we got some wonderful publicity out of it. There in was all the, in all the, one of the big national newspapers. Yeah, got an, got an exclusive on it. Like you know, they had the, the <coughs> hallway of the the counselorship from yeah, a new right. hope yeah. set up, and you and Mark. That's so, right. Some yeah. great photo ops. Some great photographs. I know. Yeah, yeah. Some, I got caught all that pictures. on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And of course, he was out in Japan too. Did you uh, get yeah, a chance to talk to him? Yeah, there. Yeah, he was lovely. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I asked him if he would sign some uh, uh, some photographs for a charity that I'm in. I'm involved with UNICEF charity, you know. Uh-huh. And I asked him if he would sign some photographs. You see, and he said, "Well, he said, he said I'll, I'll sign them for you." He said, "I said I won't do them for you now." He said, "I'll I'll I'll, I'll sign them for you later." You see. So I I I, I sat like I was sat there signing all day, like you know, and it was getting towards the end of the day, and there was no sign of Mark, and then no sign of these photographs. You see. So I sent somebody over to, to where he was doing, where he was, you know, signing. Yeah. And, and they came back and they said, oh, and Mark wants to come over and see you personally. And, and next minute, within about 10 minutes, he turns up and he says, uh, he said, Dave, he said, these, uh, these pictures, he said, uh, can, can I sit down with you? And he said, what I want to do, he said, I, I want to write special dedications on all of them. And I, said, I only wanted three pictures and he gave me about a dozen. Wow. He gave me about a dozen. And every one had a different inscription. It's like, well, you know, it says, welcome to Dan Tatooine. And, yeah. and, uh, and you know, welcome. All, all, sorts of, all sorts of things relative to the picture that he mm-hmm. signed. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. He, gave me about, he gave me about a dozen photographs for the, you know, for the charity. And, and the uh, charity would have made a fortune out of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. See, yeah, yeah. I hope this gets back no, to he's, Mark. He's really lovely. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. lovely guy. Yeah. I, um, I actually had the opportunity to meet him out in Japan, too. Uh, yeah. Um, have a few conversations with him, and I, I really just mm. can't say enough about the guy and his son Nathan's really nice kid. Yeah, too. yeah, very nice. I met him a few times. Yeah, yeah. So Kirsch, yeah. and then moving from Kirsch to um, Richard Marquand. I had no association with him whatsoever. No, no. I got, I got, I got ostracized from the movie. I had the worst movie I've ever worked on in my life. Wow. Well, I got accused of giving information away to the press, and um, and because of that, although although of course I denied every 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 bit of it, like you know they. Um, uh, Lucasfilm wouldn't believe me. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't believe the real story, the true story. Yeah. And um, Markman never spoke to me for the entire picture. Unbelievable. Yeah. And whenever, whenever, whenever anything was wanted, yeah. Darth Vader, um, they dressed my stuntman up, and uh, and uh, it was it was really the most one of the most embarrassing, horrendous movie experiences I've ever had. Yeah, with yeah. all due respect to the so man, that seems rather... I'd rather not talk about any more about it. Uh, okay, well, in yeah, my opinion, yeah. you know, with all due respect to the man, that seems rather spineless. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's paid to yeah, direct. It's still, it's still got to come from the top. It's still got to come. Right. You know, uh, you know you, you, it's, it's, as I said, it's, it's yeah. some of this institutes, you know, the, the, um, you know the, 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 the policy of ignoring you, as it were, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know. But you didn't leak that. You didn't leak that information. No, no, of course I didn't. I I knew nothing. We knew nothing when 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 the film started. Well, both on Empire Strikes Back and on Return of the Jedi, we never had a script. Yeah. So 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 we never knew the story of the film. Mm -hmm. And the only thing you used to get, they used to send you your pages down on the night before you were working. Mm -hmm. And so you used to have to learn. You had to sign for your pages when they used to come by motorbike. Mm-hmm. And so you have to stay at home. You have to sign for the pictures, sign for the pages, learn your lines overnight, then go back to the studios the following day mm-hmm. and hand your pages back in 
all right, and then yeah. and then go off and act and deliver your lines, you know. Right. And that was that, that was how it worked. So, so, so the only thing I knew about either of the movies was the tiny little bit that I was working on. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like on Empire Strikes Back at the end of Empire Strikes Back, I didn't know that I was Luke Skywalker's father until I went to see the movie. Right. right. You know, because they were paranoid about secrecy and they didn't want me to know, um, you know, any, anything that I could possibly have, you know, leaked, as it were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it, you know, but it was. Strange situation. Yeah, yeah. And, and what about uh, Lucas? What's your relationship like with George? None. No relationship with well, George. I haven't, I haven't spoken to him since 1983. It is what it is, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But you did return to play Darth in a, a game, right? A board game that had a VCR. Didn't you? Uh, some sort oh, yeah, of Rebel Assault 2. Rebel Assault 2? Rebel Assault 2, yeah. Ah, oh, that's what it. Yeah, and you played yeah. Darth in that. Yeah, I played Darth in that. Yeah. yeah. So what? What was it like getting back into the suit after all? Oh, those it was years? nice. Actually, they sent the suit over. Yeah. But on this 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 particular one was it was slightly different in as much that I had to work to James Earl Jones's dialogue. Yeah. Because they sent the recording of James Earl Jones's voiceover, uh-huh. doing all the dialogue, and then I had to I had to learn learn the dialogue myself, and then I'm you know basically work to his uh, his voice. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a nice it was a nice a nice video game. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I played it on the PC, I re- recall. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me ask you this. Have you seen the new Clone Wars TV show? No. No? No, I'm, Any not, I'm not very keen on it. No, not mm-hmm. interested in the slightest. So, you know, no, it's, anime, not, it's not my scene, no. animation, all that business. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not into that mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, you got to appreciate that it is helping bringing new kids into the mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy Star Wars, and they all know who Darth Vader is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I know I have two young boys. When I tell them I spoke to Darth Vader tonight, their <laughs> jaws will hit the floor. So. Yeah, yeah. On behalf yeah. of them, hello. And <laughs> they're big fans, yeah, yeah. too. So after it's all said and done, and I know this is kind of a what-if sort of question, but would you have played Darth Vader knowing what you know now? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think... With, with my with the knowledge I have now, I would have probably been more. Uh, what should I say? Uh, can't explain it really. But but, but with, with 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 what you, you you would have done things slightly different than what you than what the, the, the way you did them in the originally. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I, I I think I, I, well I don't know I'm I think I'm, I'm terribly terribly sorry that my relationship with Lucasfilm you know got so soured by this by this stupid article which appeared in one of the national newspapers in Great Britain which as I said was nothing to do with me whatsoever but the, stu- the bastard of a reporter did an interview with me about my, about my gym life and my work mm. and then went away and pub- published an article and put loads of stuff in it saying that I, I that, that Darth Vader was going to be killed off in the movie like you know and then of course Lucasfilm jumped on me like a ton of bricks right and, and I said well it's nothing to do with me I said, you know I don't, I don't know anything about what's going on in the film I haven't got a copy of the script I don't know I don't know the story and uh, but unfortunately they wouldn't believe me you know? so it's uh, I mean things like that I would have you know I, I maybe would have said well thank you very much I won't do any interviews when I'm when I'm working you know mm-hmm. so, so, I, so I don't have any any possibility of being accused of anything yeah, yeah. that was that was probably the major thing but yet here it is all these years later and you're out there meeting the fans and actually yeah. you become a huge ambassador yeah. for star wars well i guess i am i am yeah you know? yeah yeah so regardless of yeah. what your relationship is with lucasfilm your relationship with star wars yeah, itself yeah. It's, is still it's, it's as strong excellent. as can yeah. be yeah and yeah. uh you know i i've said it before and i'll say it again 
the fans recognize that, notice that. And yeah, yeah. you sign your autographs, Dave Prowse is, is Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. And no one will argue with that. No, no. No, I certainly no. won't because I've got the feeling you could pick me up and throw me across <laughs> the room if you want, you know. <laughs> So, Dave, what's this I hear about a, a statue? That's right, yeah. In, uh, in Bristol, which is my home, mm-hmm. uh, my original home. I, lo- I now live in London, but I, used, but I'm, I was brought up in Bristol. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm, all, all, my, all my weightlifting career and every, everything started in Bristol, like, you know. And um, uh, there is a move, actually, to put up a big Darth Vader statue in a brand new shopping mall that's just opened. And at one, at one stage, there was a. They, they were thinking. They were trying to trying, trying to decide what to, um, you know, what sort of statue to put up, and uh, and somebody suggested we put Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. and then everybody turned around and said, "Oh, what do you want Batman and Robin for? When you've got the biggest sci-fi icon in the world, is a Bristol man who played Darth Vader. You see, wow. so now there is this big move." Uh, where we're trying to get everybody to log on and, and log on to the to, to the to the to the site, and um, and you can actually vote uh, for Vader, as it were, vote for the Vader statue. And so that'll be in your hometown. It'll be in Bristol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. amazing! So where can fans well, if, go to to vote? Uh, no, this um, unfortunately, I um, I can't. I don't. I don't know offhand. Well, what about if they go to your website? Will they get yeah, that they information? Get on, yeah, they get on. My, it's on my website. Yeah, okay. you get on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what's that website again? It's, it's, it's www. Uh, www.darthvader-starwars.com. Okay, perfect. All right. So we'll try to get as many force cast yeah, listeners yeah, there please, to, yeah. to you know. All they got. All they got to do is log on. Log on to the site and, and, and register their vote. And it's all as right. simple as that. All right, let's get yeah, the let's yeah. get the vote out. Let's yeah, let's please. get that that statue Come in Bristol yeah, yeah. for uh, Dave Prowse, yeah, Darth yeah. Vader. Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, picking up the uh, CD. Yeah, and we'll give that a little spin too. Yeah, yeah. And um, if, you, you what, if, you, if you go onto the internet and listen and listen to go just go on Lo- Losing Sun. Yeah. On the on the internet and, and log log on and you can hear the music and just it's being played all the time on Scuzz Radio, Scuzz TV, and things things like this. All the big all the big music channels are playing mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Cool. Yeah. If there was one song by the band that I could play on this show, what would it be? Uh, I think called Battering Ram. Battering Ram. Battering Ram. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. that's got yeah, rock yeah, and roll yeah, yeah, all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Battering Ram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got. Fa- yeah. Well, I mean, all the musicians. There's four musicians. They're all fantastic. Uh-huh. But the drummer is sensational. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? All great rock and roll bands need a great yeah, rock yeah. and roll drummer yeah, to hold yeah. it all together. So yeah, I look yeah. forward to hearing it. Um, yeah. And then you can then you can wait and you wait for my record to come out. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait for that. Yeah, Darth I'll Vader sings. I'll, I'll be, I'll be uh, keeping my eye on, uh, on the internet and everything. Oh, what about your website? You want to throw web- that out? Yeah, the website. Is, that's, that's www.darthvader-starwars.com. Okay. So you can, anybody can get in touch with me through the website. Uh, or they, they, what happens, they get, any, any, anybody can get in touch with me through the webmaster. Uh, I sell all my own photographs on the website and things like this. Uh, my, my books, a um, mm-hmm. few other different things which we sell. Um, but that's all done through through the webmaster who's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I'll then, as then anything personal um, goes to him, then comes to me. He vets everything that comes through. Great. So it's, uh, but no, I'd, I'd love to. I love hearing from the fans. And if anybody wants to write to me and get in touch, you know, they're more than welcome. Excellent. Well, we love seeing you out at events like this. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dave. Lovely. Thanks. Lord Vader. Yes, Master. Rise. Rebel Force Radio. Your source for the Force.
All right. All right. We are joined by the man who is Darth Vader, who always will be Darth Vader, Mr. Dave Prowse. How are you, sir? I'm, well, I was just going to say, I'm very well, but I'm, um, I'm suffering with a bad leg at the present moment. Yeah, you know, a lot so of people I'm, have been uh, asking, how are you feeling? How's your health doing? Well, my health is good, but I had a big operation about a year ago mm-hmm. um, to replace, to, to get rid of an infection that I had on my leg. And uh, unfortunately, the infection was eating away my hip, oh my, my femur, and my knee. And so in, in one fell swoop, they removed everything like, you know, and put steel in, in, instead. And uh, ever since then, I've had terrible, terrible problems with my knee. And I'm, I'm now waiting to go back in hospital again uh, to get my knee sorted out. But other than that, I'm fine. I, I fear you're becoming more machine than man. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Twisted yeah, and evil? <laughs> I'm becoming very bionic, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Twisted and evil? No, no, no. <laughs> no, of course no, not. No. Of course not. Well, it's great to see you, you out here in the States, hitting the uh, convention yeah. floor again. Uh, you've been a staple at all sort of uh, pop culture, comic book, and Star Wars conventions for as long as I've been going to them. So your presence at these things is always greatly appreciated. Thank you. And uh, it's always good to add a little dark side to any sort of proceedings that you have going on. True, uh, I think so. Yes, <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, um, have you been uh, following along with any current developments in the Star Wars universe through the comics or the Clone Wars TV show or anything I, like I, that? I, I, I'm I'm really not all that interested, to be no. perfectly honest. I mean, I did the first three movies, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I didn't like the second three movies very mm-hmm. much. I thought I didn't really think they were all that good. Um, and then, of course, you know, I've had major problems, you know, with the powers that be. You know, I, w- I would obviously, if, if there was, if there was, you know, if something was really happening in the Star Wars world, I would love to be involved. I would love, really would, because you know, I, mean, I enjoyed my association with, the, you know, with the, with the first three movies. It was, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. And, uh, and I mean, and there was there was such a fantastic interest you know, still after all these years. You know, like, it's like I, if if I wanted to, I could be somewhere different in the world. Every weekend doing these sh- these shows, and I, and, and I, th- I think to myself, well, number one, how lucky I was to have, to to have been cast as Darth Vader in Star Wars. Um, I'm now regarded as the ultimate screen villain of all time, which is a wonderful title for any actor to have, to to have, like you know, and um, you know, and 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 it's a phenomenon which which is there's, there's no signs of it stopping, as it were, you know. And, no, uh, not at and all. I, I just I'm I'm just eternally grateful to everybody involved, you know, for. From my, from my involvement in the Star Wars movies. After the first film came out, and then you realized that you were being overdubbed, how did that affect your performance in the, in the, in the following films? Uh, no, you, you, you don't understand, really. What, what really happened was, I mean, I, I, when, when we did Star Wars, it was, it was painfully obvious to everybody that everything that I was saying was coming out from inside the mask and was, was muffled, you know. And it was, it, was, uh, it was all right for the other actors. They could, they could hear me and the director could hear me and the producer and so on. You know, they could, they could all hear me. Sure. But it was no good for, re, you know, for reproduction purposes. And so I understood right at the very beginning that um, I, I used to talk, about, I used to, talk to George um, about the, the, the voice of Vader. And he used to say, well, you know, don't worry, we'll, you know, we'll go into the studios and re-record all your dialogue at the end of the movie so you know automatically I assumed that it was me that was going to go into the studios and re-record but what happened was that they got to the end of the movie and then chased back to America because they couldn't get all the special effects that they wanted in the UK and when they were in America suddenly realized you know that they had to do the overdubbing of Darth Vader's voice or at least my voice 
And um, you know, the, the situation then was, well, do we fly Dave Prowse all the way over from London to Hollywood just to overdub half a dozen lines, mm-hmm. or however many lines I had? Or alternatively, you know, to take the obvious answer is to, is to hire you know, the best voiceover artist you can find um, out in Hollywood. And James Earl Jones was a perfect, perfect answer. And I think, I think he did a wonderful job. Yeah, yeah, he certainly did. But I would love to have, I know, I would love to have had the opportunity of doing it myself. And, uh, and I, I've, talked to, I've talked to James about it and discussed it with him. And, <laughs> the yeah. two Darths have met. Yeah, huh? yeah we've met. Yeah, yeah, we, he, came right. over, he came over to England um, to do a play. Well, he's been over a couple of times. But he came over to do a play. Uh, called Driving Miss Daisy. Yes, and it was it was interesting for me because uh, he was appearing in, in one of the big London theatres with uh, Vanessa Redgrave, right. and I used to be Vanessa Redgrave's personal trainer ages really? ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, ages ago. So it was Comes nice full meet, circle. It was it? nice meeting up with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But it, did it have any effect when you uh, were working on Empire that no, no, knowing that you were being overdubbed, or you just no. played it the same way? Exactly the same. same did, way. Did it, I did the voice exactly the same as I did because I said I, I knew. I knew then, of course, that the um, that my voice wasn't you know wasn't going to be used, um, but it, but it was one of these things which um, you know happens in, in, in the movie industry. You know, you the you know for, for some reason or other. I mean the uh, uh, I mean I was I was it was very unfortunate for me that as I said that all my dialogue was delivered from inside the mask, you know, and was I was obviously no good. Mm-hmm. But we knew it was no good right from the beginning. Right. But I was, but obviously, I was hoping that with a that it went, with it, when they were gonna when they were gonna do the overdubbing, that it was me that was gonna overdub my, my voice. Now we've had the opportunity many times to talk to one of your colleagues, yeah. Peter Mayhew, yeah. and when when you talk to him about his Star Wars experience, he always begins with, "It was hot." It was, it was very hot. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think we've ever really heard from you. Um, was the costume uncomfortable, comfortable? No. Was it difficult? No, it was all made to measure. It was, it was wonderful. I mean, uh, I was offered Chewbacca first, by the way. You know, <laughs> right. And, uh, and I turned it down. I said, no, I didn't fancy, I didn't fancy three months in a, in a, in a, in a gorilla skin. But, I mean, the, the thing with, with Star Wars, of course, is that we filmed Star Wars during the hottest summer we've ever had in Great Britain. Is that right? Yeah, 1976 it was a very, very hot summer, and uh, but no, I mean it was a. I, I, my suit was all made to measure. It was very, very comfortable and things like this. And I mean, but you, but you uh, used to uh, you, you you learned very quickly how to adjust, you know, to uh, you know to, to having the suit on and how long you were going to keep it on for and things like this, you know, yeah. and when to put it on, you know, so so as you're ready for for shooting and things like this. You uh, you know you learn very very quickly. I mean I sure. used I used to go into the studios first thing in the morning, and I just used to put the trousers the, and the leggings, the boots, and, and a t-shirt, and stay like that as long as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. And then you, then you say oh, oh, oh day prayers rehearsals, you know. And then of course you used to put you used to put the but then the, you used to put the sort of the top the top bit on, mm-hmm. but keep out of the capes and keep out of the helmet and the mask, you know. Right. And then eventually they would say, well, yeah, no, we we uh, we need to see you in the in the whole outfit. Or rehearse the whole in, in the whole outfit, and we used to do that. And then, of course, they used to, and then then they used to decide the film. So it was like right. it was about four or five transitions, you know, from uh, you know. You talked you about you talked about uh, James Earl Jones, and there's something I've discovered recently while watching the original Star Wars: A New Hope, is that if you listen very closely, in addition to the sound effect, the brilliant sound effect that Ben Burt created for Darth Vader's breathing. You can hear in certain scenes James Earl Jones taking a breath himself between sentences, between lines of dialogue. Mm-hmm. If you listen closely, you actually hear him in addition to 
the heavy regulated breathing. breathing yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Vader's respirator. Have you ever heard no. that before? <laughs> never, never noticed. No, no, no. I never noticed no, either. Not, but you see, I'm, I'm not one of these people that goes nitpicking yeah, and, right? and, 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 and looking for every nuance and every 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 mistake and things like this. You know, to me, uh, to, to me, Star Wars was a, you, you you view Star Wars as as a, as a as a, as, a, as one as an entity, like you know, and you think, and you come out of the cinema thinking, like, oh, what a fantastic movie that was, like you know, and it's, uh, you, you you don't you don't you you're not looking for for all the silly things that went wrong mm-hmm. um, and all those sorts of things, and uh, and I'm and I said I'm one I'm one of these I'm one of these people who I I, I appreciate it for what it was, and and, uh, and I thought it was a, an excellent piece of work. But you know who nitpicks it probably the most is George Lucas himself, and then he goes oh, back and yeah, makes yeah. changes to the film. Yeah, well, that's that's entirely up to him. I mean, it's his, it's his, it's his baby, and he? he can do, he can do as he pleases. But I mean, um, unfortunately, as the, the fans don't like it that way. The fans always think that they, 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 they loved it as it was when they first went to see it, mm-hmm. and, and they, they, they all, it all, it's always got pleasant memories for them. Like you know, and, uh, and anything that he does, they think that they think is superfluous. Well, you know, something that fans have been talking a lot about lately over the last year. Since the release of the Blu-ray, additional Vader dialogue has been added to the end of Return of the Jedi right before he throws the Emperor down the shaft. Mm. He says no. Mm. Have you heard this? Have you seen this revision? What do you think about that? No, I haven't seen it. I've heard about it. I can't can't see anything wrong with that. No. Mm -hmm. I can't see anything wrong with it. I can't see why why, why why the fans should object to it. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's something which, uh, it's, it's, you know, I think it's quite, quite a normal reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did, no, do you I mean, feel like no, some no, sort of reaction like that was missing originally? No, or? no, 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 no. I mean, you know, George has made the film and he's made the film how he, how he sees it and how he wants it and things like this. And over the years, he's, he's, he's nitpicked and decided he wants to make, make little improvements here, there, and everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and as I said, unfortunately, you're, you're, you're working with a, you know, with a very, very sort of die-hard fan base who basically don't like, their, don't like their, the originals mucked about with. And, uh, right. Uh, it's, you, know, you, you can't please everybody. And, uh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David, when we saw uh, Ian McDiarmid uh, a few months back at uh, Star Wars Celebration 6, he spoke, he alluded to the fact that there was more to the story about throwing the Emperor down the shaft. He said it was kind of a difficult shoot, and he said he would get back to it later, but he never did. Do you have any particular memories of that uh, no. that sequence? No, no whatsoever. No, so it wasn't any, it was just a typical day at the office. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, I can... Yeah, I, I, I remember throwing him down the shelf. I can't, I can't remember much more than that. Right. The yeah, cameras yeah, were rolling, yeah. though, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You mentioned that you're thought of as one of the most feared villains, actually the most feared yeah. villain in film history. Right, yeah. When you think of villains other than Darth Vader throughout all the films that have been made, who scares you? Who scares Darth Vader? Who strikes fear into the heart of the Dark Lord himself? <laughs> Um, I think Jaws did to start with. Jaws, Jaws the shark. Yeah, yeah Jaws, Jaws. No, Jaws in the, no Jaws in in the James Bond. In the movie. James Bond films, James, really. Yeah, I was. I was. Funny enough, I was. I was originally offered that part in the Were movie. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before Richard Keel, yeah, it was a, They had a, a, a director, one of the one of the 
Bond directors rang me up and he said, he said, have you ever done a Bond film? And I, I said, no, I haven't actually. And he said, well, he said, I'm, he said, I'm directing the next, I'm, I'm directing the next Bond film. He said, there's a great part in it for you. I said, what's, what is it? What's the part? And he said, there's a character called Jaws. He said, I thought, oh god, this is, this is lovely. I've never done, never done a Bond film. You know, this is great. Unfortunately. <laughs> The director that was going to do it got the sack, <laughs> and, then, oh, and then of course the next director came along and wanted Richard Kill to do it. Oh, I can so, totally so I lost, see you doing it. So I lost it, yeah. out on that one. Yeah, would yeah. you have liked to have done it? No, I, yeah, I would love to have done it, but I don't think I could have been as good as Richard Kill. Mm-hmm. I think Richard Kill was absolutely phenomenal as yeah. Jules. Yeah. Talk about iconic. He's up there. Yeah, in front yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one of the things that we have noticed, and we covered on the show, is that it's got to be every month or so you see a headline. Darth Vader robs bank. Darth Vader... There is this rash, and maybe you're not aware, but there's this rash of crimes being committed with (laughs) fellas wearing Darth Vader masks. And And some of these headlines come from Europe. And the first thing I think of when I see Darth Vader, you know, fill in the blank... I go, oh, Mr. Prowse, what happened? You know, so I click on it, and thankfully none of these and are, of are none actually none you. Is me, no. But uh, very easily no, could. No. What do you think about these people running around and robbing banks no. and doing these sort of things with the Darth Vader mask? Are they taking it a little too far? Huh? Well, no, I, no, I don't know. I just just. Uh, it's, a, it's just a form of disguise for him. It's a, it's, a, it's a sort of disguise when they need it most. Do you have to come up with alibis for no, all of no, these? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> but have That's you good. been aware of any of these stories about a guy going into a bank and robbing a bank dressed as Darth Vader? Seriously, it's an epidemic. Yeah, you, you read it. You read it. You read about it in the newspapers. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Here's I, the latest I, one. <laughs> Darth Vader's wife reportedly punched in the face. Now, it's a story about a guy in England who changed his name legally to Darth yeah, Vader. I heard about this one, yeah. You yeah, heard yeah, about yeah. this I heard one? This, I heard about this one, yeah. And, uh, but it's, not, it's definitely not my wife. She hasn't been, <laughs> she hasn't been punched in the face. <laughs> well, good, okay. I'm quite certain if, if she had been, she, I would have got one back. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So that's, yeah. that's good news yeah, yeah. to know that it wasn't If you ever see a headline mystery. that says, woman punches Darth Vader, woman, we'll yeah. know, yeah. yeah. You will know, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, my, wife, yeah. my wife is quite strange, strange actually, as far as, as Star Wars is concerned. She's not the slightest bit in Interested in no. Star Wars. Wow, you and me, well, our no, wives the, have a lot in common, don't they? She, no, the thing is, is she, I think she feels that Star Wars r- r- runs my life. Yeah? Well, it, well, I mean, it does, obviously, because uh-huh. I, mean, I do nothing else but travel around the world on the back of Darth Vader, as it were, you know. But, I mean, it's like, it's like she, she, doesn't, she doesn't want anything to do with Star Wars in the house. Nothing. And, and, and all my Star Wars memorabilia and photographs I have in one room, I have one in my house. And, uh, and there's nothing else in the house to denote anything as association with Star Wars whatsoever. Like, and, it all gets uh, put in the and room. She, and she won't come with me. She won't come with me on conventions. And she, 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 hates, she hates what I call fan worship. And uh, yeah, she even, even dislikes to me doing interviews. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're sorry, all, Mrs. Prowse. We're all, all, all <laughs> we apologize. apologize. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> she, I think she's, she definitely feels that, that Star Wars is, uh, is, is a, a phenomena which uh, she can't compete with. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. A lot of wives feel that way. I know, I know. Podcasters, too. Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah, make yeah. us keep all of our Star Wars stuff in one room in the house. You can't get in yes, the other. likewise. Yeah, so what's yeah, your yeah. favorite piece of Star Wars memorabilia that you own? Oh, God. Uh, well, I think one of the nicest pieces I've got is that I've got the, um, I've got the future statue that was made of Star Wars. There was a company in Great Britain called Compulsion, mm-hmm. and they made four um, statues. And um, they, they were going to make them as a, um, you know, as a production line. Um, but they made four statues: R two D two, C three PO, Boba Fett, and Darth Vader. And uh, 
and they were they were they, but they came out when when they came out they were like fifteen hundred dollars a piece. Wow! And they were nice pieces. And they and they, you know they weighed very, very heavy. But they gave me one of the Darth Vader ones, which I which I have in my hallway, mm-hmm. and that is the only piece of Star Wars uh, memorabilia in the house. Yeah, yeah. And do you have any? Props or anything from the films. Oh, I've, got the, I've got the, uh, the, 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 the mask and helmet and, uh, you and breastplate. Yeah, yeah, wow. from the original mold. The original yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not no, it was never worn in the film. Oh, but I it was see. from the original mold. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we've talked to um, sculptor Brian Muir, who no, is yeah, actually the Brian. guy. You, you know Brian, I know right? Brian, yeah. And he's the guy who actually created the Darth Vader look. And something interesting, mm-hmm. little interesting bit of trivia he told us was that. The indentation where the nose know, is, is actually his thumb. His thumb, yeah. I know. Right. We've all heard this one, yeah. yeah oh, okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't pull anything on you, Darth Vader. There, there are so many claims to be associated with things like, you know, making the mask and, mm-hmm. and the, the stormtrooper outfits and oh, all these all these different things, you know, this, uh, all coming to, come into light after all these donkey's ears, you know, went yeah, on. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's great to hear those stories. Here's another one. Darth Vader robs bank, flees on bike in Ohio. Uh, this happened in 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were you, sir? <laughs> Do you have an De- alibi? Definitely not in ever, Ohio. Ever been to Ohio? <laughs> definitely not in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, as you can even see, I, I have a photo here of a man wearing the Darth Vader mask, pointing a gun at a bank teller. It's not even a good mask either. It's no, not I, like you know, as a child's mask. Right. Well, he, and he it looks like, like he's kid's, very small. Right. Too. A kid's yeah. mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, David, yeah, yeah. Um, you talked, of course, the, the first three films you were in, but you also donned the costume for some of the video games. Did you not? Later? Only one. Only one. One video game. Yeah, Rebel Assault Two. Mm-hmm. And I did that about, it must have been about 10 years, 10 years after 10 Star years Wars. After it must have been about 10, 10 years after. Still fit. Everything still fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They sent Didn't it over. Gil Taylor, who was a... Yeah, they, the, well, they the got Gil Taylor, funny enough, out of, they brought him out of retirement to, to, to light the set. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, must and have been I managed to get I managed to get the only photograph that was ever taken of me half in and half out of the suit. It's the only picture you'll ever see of Darth Vader with, with my face. Is, you know, yeah. yeah there he is over there. Oh, yeah, it's a great shot. Yeah, I yeah. remember on the set, we yeah, were on the right front. In front of yeah. us. Yeah. So the on the set of the originals, see. you were never allowed to be photographed without no, the no. the helmet. No, no, because the mystery of who's right, underneath. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They maintain that mystery a little bit, didn't they? Oh yeah, they all they they well they obviously they tried you know they wanted to they wanted to retain them the, you know mm-hmm. the, the the myth right. as it were and, uh, yeah. I think Anthony Daniels had to put up with a, a lot of that, too, where they yeah. actually wanted to sort of sell it as a real robot, mm-hmm. even though we knew Anthony Daniels was inside the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something that I, I was wondering was, uh, what is your favorite Star Wars film? I liked Empire, I think. Empire's Empire, your personal yeah, favorite? Yeah, well, I, I enjoyed working with Irvin Kirshner. I think that was one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the reasons for the... It was, it's such a nice... Well, the whole, the whole film was, was, was interesting to work on. From beginning to end, the third one was terrible. I mean, they had a guy, uh, the the director there was an absolute asshole from beginning. Excuse was that right? Excuse my language from beginning mm. to end. Never spoke to me all the way through the picture. Richard Marquand. Richard Marquand. Yeah, right. I, I couldn't. I couldn't have been happier when he died. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I would, that's a, yeah. Now that's that's the dark lord that's inside that's you. No, but seriously, out. that's how that's how bad I felt against him. Really? For the way he treated me on the movie. Yeah. But it is certainly a recurring theme that we hear okay, from yeah, yeah. Uh, other actors that were in Empire Strikes Back. That there was something very special about Irvin Kirshner. About what? About Irvin Kirshner. Yeah, something yeah, very yeah. special yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah, we love you, man. 
very, very nice guy. Seems he understood the characters in the films and mm. really brought out you know some of their some yeah. of the more subtle things about mm. them as well. Well, David, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank it you. always is. Thank you we very much. We wish you uh, many about more all conventions. This in the background. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And uh, I hope yeah. that the health continues to improve and that your yeah. uh, many, your new leg yeah, yeah. starts to feel like the old one, yeah, at least yeah, when yeah, it was yeah, good. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it being mobile. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. yeah, yeah. We like our, our dark lords to be able to cruise around yeah, the cruise quarters around, of yeah, the Death yeah, Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to get back to the gym. I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, I can't. You know, this, this, I, I miss the gym. Going to the gym and training, and you know, weight training. Mm-hmm. Right. I miss that so much. And even though you know, I'm 77 now, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to you know, get, you know, really getting back into getting in good shape again. You know? right. Absolutely, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. you can I, work I wanna, out. I want to be the. I want to be the most muscular 80 year old in the, <laughs> in, in the business. Well, look at yeah, look yeah, at yeah, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger in Terminator know, Three. Know, you know, know, he was I, know, uh, yeah. I think 62 at that was point 62, when yeah, he did yeah, that, yeah. which is uh, 52. Excuse me, yeah, 52. Yeah. Yeah, of course, well, you used to tour around I can with give Schwarzenegger. Him years, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You used to tour around with him and do. No, no, not not with Arnold. Oh, not with Arnold. No, with Lou though. I, no, no, I never toured around with them. Really? No, I, I knew them. I, I mean, I, you know, they, they'd been to my you know, gymnasium in London, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I, I go around to the bodybuilding shows that they were appearing at and things. That Lou came over, and I did a tour with Lou. I never did. I never did. I never did a tour with Arnold. He was. Um, he was very friendly with some with a, with a couple that used to look after him in London, uh, Wagon Diane Bennett, and they they sort of you know looked after him from the time he was like nineteen, and right through until until he you know until he became governor of you know well not governor but I mean and, and, and until he achieved sort of great fame in the bodybuilding world, mm-hmm. and then went off. Yeah, to America. Do you still follow bodybuilding at all? Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think of the state of the sport now? Uh, well, I think the, the problem is that the drugs arrived on the scene mm. years mm-hmm. ago, and it's um, it's basically altered bodybuilding completely. And now, now there's a big move um, to to what they call get, get back to natural bodybuilding. I'm sorry, but the um, the, nat, the, nat, the 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 natural bodybuilders. They look, they look like skin and grief. They, they, they really, they, they don't look like bodybuilders. They look like very, 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 very defined athletes, as it were. You know, right? But it's lost, it's lost all interest for me, actually. Yeah, no, no. It, yeah. It, it, it does seem. I, I love, I love, look, I love, I love following all the people that I, I grew up with and, and all the, who were my idols at that time. And you know, and uh, you know, and I buy them, I buy the magazines, that, you know, where it features mm-hmm. people, you know. All sure. the old timers and things like right, that. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I must have, I must go in a minute. You do. You've got to, you're getting the line yeah, here. You do. Yeah, so yeah, we'll yeah. let you get back to your fans. It's always a pleasure yeah, to, to see you at these shows, yeah, thank David. You very thank much. you, Mr. Cross. We look forward thank to seeing you. you, like Jason said, at many more shows in the future. Okay, thank you. Best Thanks. of luck to you, sir. Thanks.